With simultaneous wars now ongoing in the Ukraine and in Israel in the Middle East, Russia's Vladimir Putin went this week to China to meet with Xi Jinping during the Belt and Road Initiative Forum. Meanwhile, as well this week, Western media outlets like Reuters are beginning to look forward to the likely coming conflict over Taiwan. Anyone who's paid a shred of interest to China over the last few years knows that China is gearing up for potential fallouts that may come from taking the island of Taiwan. Learning from recent U.S. sanctions against Russia, China is apparently now considering issuing gold-denominated bonds, as well as limiting other critical commodity exports, perhaps to further crowd out Western price discovery power, and ensure future sanctions do not hamper its domestic economy and international business dealings. Perhaps you recall, it was only six months ago that the two multipolar world leaders met in Moscow where China's emperor had the following words for Putin and the watching world. Gold's Comics December Futures contract briefly again cleared 2,000 announced today, and it appears we're on the cusp of a fourth run towards a gold bull market breakout, hoping to march past 2,100 and eventually beyond in time. Technically, the spot gold price chart denominated in major fiat currencies around the world are all inching towards collective breakouts respectively. Australia, China, the European Union, the United Kingdom, Japan, and India, for instance. All are seeing gold at or again on the cusp of new record price highs. Had it not been for relative fiat US dollar strength over the last months and years, we'd have broken out already by now. Speaking to Bloomberg today, Suki Cooper of Standard Charter Bank Precious Metals Research Desk put an interesting take on where gold, silver, and platinum are at the moment. Before we begin, take note how she uses the term, quote, upside or risk to convey precious metals prices moving ahead higher. Suki, is gold the right metal to own? Do I want to own silver right now? Do I want to own gold? Do I want to own some of the other precious metals? How should, you be, how should we be thinking about which metals we want to own at the moment? Gold's the, kind of the most obvious one, but is it the best one? It depends on which period we're looking at here. In the short term, gold, we think that could be exposed to further upside risk. But we think that the geopolitical premium that's been priced at the moment is likely to be short-lived. Mm -hmm. But beyond this going into the back end of 2024, that's when we think that we're more likely to see upside risk for gold materialising, when we see confirmation that the Fed is likely to cut rates and interest rates around the world are likely to start to ease. But if we're looking across the entire complex, we're seeing some huge diverging trends at the moment, whether it's a palladium market which is set to move into a surplus on a, on a serial basis, going into 2024 and beyond, whereas in contrast, metals like platinum and silver are more exposed to industrial demand growth driven by green energy and mm -hmm. battery electric vehicles. So we'd say on a fundamental basis, platinum is perhaps the one that looks like it has the most upside risk if we're moving beyond 2024 and into 2025, 2026, when we anticipate larger deficits for that market. 
But in the short term, gold is perhaps the market we need to be keeping an eye on, especially with its safe haven appeal. Gold is again outperforming U.S. Treasuries, or what people term as bonds in general. And the move by the world's central banks into bullion over bonds will likely only grow as more conflicts come about, fiat currencies get further debased, and secular price inflation brings about an all-time secular bond bear market era. To Suki's point, the deficits in precious metal commodity markets, like silver bullion for instance, suggest that silver will scream higher and up to the right as this decade unfolds into the next, gaining tremendous value versus bonds as time unfolds. Uh, Suki, we um, had the data on um, uh, what China was doing with treasuries. And I'm wondering, as they, as China needs to support its currency, et cetera, does gold get wrapped into that? Like, are they going to have to sell their gold holding to support their currency? I mean, the thesis 10 years ago for gold was that, hey, we're going to have a lot of central bank buying. Is that still the case? What's been interesting about the China market is that we've seen buying on almost firing on all cylinders, whether it's um, retail investment demand, whether it's jewelry demand, whether it's central bank buying, all end usages at the moment look quite strong. But of course, we're coming off quite a weak base from last year and the year before in terms of that retail appetite. But we are seeing a rebound in local interest um, in the gold market, whether that's on the back of concerns around um, the economy, uh, the economic growth not being as strong as what was anticipated at the start of the year, or whether that's concerns around other asset classes. But the fact that we've seen China's imports remaining strong in excess of 100 tons mm. um, for the bulk of the past year suggests that that demand growth, that that demand appetite is still very much there. Gold demand appetite is also continuing to come in strong over in India, regardless of record high rupee prices of late. Indian silver import levels are still off, yet a local premium is beginning to form leaving me to believe we may be seeing some silver imports boost as locals thrift further into cheaper silver over record price gold. China and the youth of China are not stopping their world-leading buying of physical gold anytime soon. Easterners in China and India often have longer-term views of economic history. Many of them have lived through fiat currency crises within their lifetimes. We Westerners, we're often clueless to the risks associated with what happens when things go wrong with the underlying fiat currency units that we use in day-to-day -day commerce. Hong Kong-based Chow Tai Foot Group has been selling gold jewelry for almost a century. With over 7,000 outlets across Asia, the company has seen its customer profile evolve over the years. Currently, around 30 to 40% of our customer based in Southeast Asia falls within the age bucket of below 40 years old. And some of our collections, the latest collections, also contributes to 44% of the overall retail sales value in overseas. In China, that latest collections, more than 50% of the members buying the uh, Hua collections under 35 years old. China is the largest single market for gold. Gold consumption in the first half of 2023 surged over 16%. And the biggest single group of customers are those aged between 25 and 34 years old. It's also forecast that China's Gen Z consumers will become the main consumer group for gold in the future. These days, they see gold as a tangible asset 
that they can provide stability and potential return, especially during the time of economic uncertainty. Just have a listen and a look at how random people on the streets of San Diego, California act when offered physical gold bullion or fiat currency devaluations right next to a local coin and bullion shop. If I were to offer you this free one ounce gold coin or free $20, what would you rather have? $20? $20? Well, it's your lucky day today. Or my, my lucky day today, actually. <laughs> uh, I'll take a 20. Oh, you take a 20? Yeah. You don't want the gold? No. No? What's going, what are you going to do with the what are you gonna do with a one ounce gold coin, right? I can't put it in the parking meter. You can't put it in the parking meter? No. All right, well, if I were to offer you a free one ounce gold coin or $10, which would you rather have? Probably $10. Probably $10. All right, well, congratulations. You're you're a big winner today. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. $10. Oh, $10? Well, congratulations. Okay. Thank you for choosing unwisely. <laughs> yeah, well, how much is that gold coin worth? Well, if you were to bring it into this coin shop over here, I mean, it just depends on the day, but today, I haven't checked in a while, but probably $1,800. Oh, really? Wow, okay. Yeah. Too, too late to trade. Yeah. Too late to trade. <laughs> you made your decision. All right, next All right. time. Next time. <laughs> well, we'll be here next time. It depends on how much the maple leaf coin is worth. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you're not going to tell no. me? I just have to choose. I take the $10. Oh, you take the $10. I think that's worth a little bit more than the than the maple leaf, you I think? I don't know, but I can use the $10 right now. You can use the $10 right now. Right. What are you going to do with a one ounce maple leaf gold coin? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Um, I will do the $10. You'll do the $10? Yeah. You Just because it's the Canadian, you don't want any Canadian gold coins? Because I can just go buy something right now with the $10. Okay, all right, you can. Or you could have went in this coin shop over here and sold this gold coin to them for $1,800 cash, but you didn't decide, you made the wrong decision. And I do that a lot. <laughs> you do that a lot. If I were to offer you a free one ounce gold coin or $10, which would you rather have? Uh, I would have... 10 bucks. Oh, you would rather have 10 bucks? Just no need for a one ounce gold coin? I mean, there's always a need, but what would I do with it? Uh, I'd rather have the $10. Oh, you would rather have the $10. Well, congratulations. Big, it's your lucky day today. Or my lucky day today, actually. <laughs> You'll figure it out someday. Thank you. Congratulations. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these bullion market updates. And be sure to visit sdbullion.com forward slash sweepstakes to enter our free 500 ounce Silver Eagle coin giveaway. Want to win 500 Silver Eagle coins just like this guy? Yeah, this is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. I'm calling to you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a monster box of 2022 Silver Eagle. Unbelievable. That is awesome. <laughs> so click the link below for your chance to win. Good luck to all of you out there who enter our free 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin giveaway sweepstakes. Gold and silver traded strong to close the week. The spot silver price closed $23.35 an ounce bid while the spot gold price closed just under 2,000 ounce ask for the week. 
The spot gold silver ratio finished the week flat at 84. Jerome Powell was out and about talking and ignoring about how much more deficit spending we're going to have to rationalize as we eventually get hit with combination of massive recession and likely further geopolitical conflicts to come and support. Talking about the fiscal side, and you've been very careful repeatedly to say you want to stay in your lane, you're not responsible for fiscal issues. At the same time, you have to take into account, and it looks like the United States is going to have to borrow a fair amount of money. By the way, other countries are as well around the world. We have a, a big, a big supply of treasuries coming on board. Uh, to what extent do you think that is a longer-term issue? And let me tie it back to something you referred to in your remarks, actually. When we see geopolitical conflict around the world, like in Israel, like in Ukraine, some of the buildup with respect to China, the defense spending is going to be elevated for the United States and for other countries. Do you take that into account in figuring monetary policy? Because it may well mean that we're borrowing a lot more money than we have in the past. So we, of course, see the same, same things that everyone else. I just came back from IMF meetings this weekend, and there's a lot of talk of the very large resource demands that organizations like the IMF and, of course, countries are facing, and the need for substantial amounts of revenue. You mentioned military, there's also dealing with, with climate change and things like that. So it's a, there, there's a lot of that. Um, we don't, as you mentioned, we don't comment on, on uh, fiscal policy. Actually, the fiscal authorities have oversight over us and not the other way around. So we, we stay away from that. Um, so I, I, I would just say everyone knows that it's not a secret. And about all I can say is we know that we're on an unsustainable path fiscally. It's not that the level of the debt is unsustainable, it's not. It's that where the path we're on is unsustainable and we'll have to get off that path sooner rather than later. No problem. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen just told us that the U.S. can certainly afford military support to both Israel and Ukraine. Of course, she didn't mention about how we can afford the likely Taiwan boondoggle ahead or the coming major recession that's about to hit. Gold is beginning to sniff all this out. It's been coiling sideways in fiat U.S. dollar terms for over three years now. And you know what they say technically and in trading decks? The bigger the base, the bigger the eventual move. Grizzled Comex Gold Futures traders of nearly 50 years are calling this coming move about as obvious as it can be. The S&P 500 U.S. stock market index has a future date with the spot gold price. And that's only the beginning, in my view, as where gold will go versus stocks. At what nominal number this is going to happen, the parity between the S&P 500 and gold spot price at the moment, where that's going to meet is up in the air, of course. But the stock market, by any measure that you look long-term wise, it's historically as overvalued as almost it's ever been. And then there's the laggard silver spot price. It's just trying to get back and maybe eventually beyond its tamped down $30 an ounce level. The long-term fundamentals and the technical charts are still calling for silver that's being bought 20s an ounce range. It's going to eventually be as cheap as dirt in our collective future. So take heed, bullion stackers out there. The world's setting up to be your oyster, although it's chaotic and crazy. We're going to be going through changes like we've never seen before. That will be all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always, to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this video, hit the like button and share it with those you love. Subscribe to our channel and hit that alert button so you know when we publish new bullion market updates.